0: What up? We are back again today in the studio. Happy to be rocking with you guys. Uh, this is your host, as always, Tyler, with the Big Ten Football Focus Podcast. So many things to go over, so little time to do so, and I am happy to be coming live, uh, well, I guess live, recorded, because this is a podcast, but on a Monday morning, a little bit different uh, setup. up. Uh again was traveling this last weekend, so I'm happy to uh have the opportunity to go over all of the games, uh where we were right, where we were wrong on some of them. Had another great week as far as predictions. We were a hundred percent as far as who would win, who would lose on the money line, and uh the spread did pretty well. I think we were five, three, and one with the Ohio State push at minus three. So anyway let's get into it uh, a lot of things that happened and then we will uh, kind of set it up tee it up for our uh, midweek podcast as well so I guess the first thing that I wanted uh, as I was uh, you know watching the games again in in Las Vegas this last weekend you see like you're able to be in the in the sports books at the casinos and stuff like that and you're you're watching you know 12 15 20 games at a time and it is it is just awesome I love it. And it's it's one of the the few solaces in life where you can just sit back, watch some football, eat some good food. Uh, my wife's shopping right, and so I uh, don't have to worry about you know what's going on and if if she's bored or you know, whatever really happy to uh, to have that opportunity anyway so as I was watching the games uh, hung around and I was watching the Ohio State Notre Dame game and this is this is the main game that I really wanted to hit on I feel like we nailed every single game and we can kind of go through every single one and 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 I honestly think for the first time outside of ours, no I lied I, we, we were wrong on the money line on one because we said Minnesota would win um, outside of, of of that game Minnesota Northwestern we, we nailed Honestly, I I thought we nailed it with keys and and what we were thinking of. So the first game that I want to touch on, it was the biggest game, uh, was the Ohio State-Notre Dame game. Now, I don't know what it is, Ohio State fans. Like, look, I I know that you guys give me a hard time. I tell you guys, you know, I, I, I say that everyone has bias and biases And I'm just willing to admit mine. I grew up in a Michigan household. My dad went to Michigan for a time, loves Big Blue. And so a lot of people say that I can't be partial, uh, impartial to, to, to Ohio State. And that is just blatantly not true. I feel like I've been very, very fair to them. But you guys are not fair whatsoever. As I'm sitting there, I'm, I'm, I'm watching the Ohio State game. I'm looking on Twitter when Ohio State doesn't perform. So, and, and look, I was hard on them too. Indiana, uh, the, you know, Indiana, they should have blew him out. It's true. They should have absolutely annihilated him. Uh, they should have put up a ton of points. Everyone was just hard on him. Oh, it's the Indiana Hoosiers. Who's this quarterback? What's Ryan Day doing? What's this? What's that? And then, you know, they went again, and then, and then they go up against Western Kentucky, right? And they blow them out. Well, this didn't look good, or that didn't look good. And it's like, oh, our offense is finally better, but our defense this and that. And it's like, the, you guys are so hard on this team. I mean, honestly. I think maybe outside of Texas fans, maybe Alabama fans, there's not, but Alabama's been, their, their fans have been happy for, for years because they've won so many national championships. But honestly, I don't think there's a fan base that's harder on the team than Ohio State. They got the win. Look, this is not the Ohio State that's like, like this isn't Justin Fields. This isn't CJ Stroud. We understand what this team is, right? We understand that Marvin Harris Jr. is just an absolute stud. But this isn't Ohio State of last year. You cannot compare Ohio State of last year or two or three years ago to this team. They're a good football team. And we need to recognize, hey, no, they're they're a good football team. But they just did something with maybe not as much experience as as teams of of, of yesteryear, of of years past, to go into South Bend and get the win. I don't care if it didn't look good. At the end of the day, you want to know what we're going to remember when we do our season-long recap. Am I going to remember that Notre Dame had ten guys on the field? Am I going to remember that you know they were on the the three-yard line and couldn't get it in, and then they were able to call a timeout and do this and be able to push it in and, and get the push, and they were able to win the game? Oh my goodness! Yes, they won the game. That's what matters. Sometimes it's going to be ugly. These are these are these are college kids, some of these just right out of high school, but college kids 18, 19, 20 year olds, they're not going to perform every single time uh, being a collegiate athlete myself, there were times that I had amazing races and I performed exactly the way that I knew the coaches wanted me to, the new I, I was capable of, and there were some days some races just weren't it, and I just looked like I was back in high school uh, maybe I stayed up late the night before, maybe I was hanging out with my friends or worried about a girl or or, or dating and stuff like that, like there, there's a thousand things But Ohio State fans are so hard on this team, just turn down the volume, turn down the heat just a little bit. Okay, This is still a good team. They're still going to be viable and in the national championship conversation. They're still going to be there. And to, to say otherwise is just, just plain wrong. And, and, and that was just one of the things that I was waiting and watching. Uh, yeah, Notre Dame was good. Uh, Ohio State still held them to, to 14 points. Sam Hartman, stud. Notre Dame, at the end of the year, their only loss could be them, right? To Ohio State. They very well could run a table. That, those are the things that you're kind of watching. And, uh, but that, that was really my, my initial reaction over the weekend. Now, of course, I want to get to all the games. Uh, first game up we had was, was the Friday night game. Uh, Wisconsin taking on Purdue. Very predictable. We said that, that, uh, Wisconsin was going to win. Uh, Purdue kept it interesting in the third quarter. Wisconsin felt like they kind of took their, their, uh, foot off the brake a little bit. Um, you know, or foot off the gas, I guess, put their foot on the brake. But overall, I think Wisconsin's hitting their stride. Love to see it. Uh, you know that we've been very, very loud, very uh, big supporters of Luke Fickle and the Badgers. Really impressed with them. Michigan then rolls horrible bad bet. We said 24 and a half. We're like, look, I, I had it rated at 27. 24 and a half, we're getting points. They end up winning 31 to seven uh, at 24, which the line closed at 24, which would have been a push. But we said, take the 24 and a half. Uh, so, you know, bad bet alert. But hey, uh, Michigan was able to get the, win uh they everyone's being hard on Michigan as well all their offices hasn't hit yet look at who they're playing sometimes you play to the level of your competition and when you're playing Bowling Green UNLV and and uh you know Panera Bread University sometimes you just uh you're you're not you're not getting the 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 live reps that you need Michigan still is going to be legit still trust McCarthy still trust Jim Harbaugh there uh next game up we had Maryland taking on Michigan State again very predictable uh Maryland I said I said Maryland Purdue Minnesota three of the the harder teams that I was able to that, that I haven't really been able to get a read on Maryland looked good I mean let's be honest they looked very good this weekend uh they're going to be they're they're Going to be going home against Indiana. They're going to win that game. Uh, They're going to be 5-0. This team is humming right now. Michigan State looks just totally discombobulated. I said that Maryland was going to be better than Michigan State this year. Uh, I don't think Maryland's going to be able to challenge uh, against Ohio State uh, because I said Michigan, Penn State, Ohio State, then Maryland. Uh, But really, I'm very impressed with with the Terrapins being able to go 31-9, get the cover as well. Illinois taking on FAU there for a while. I mean, it was close. Like I said, FAU, Tom Herman, they their offense was going to be viable. And uh, this Illinois team does not have the defense that they had last year. Uh, this Illinois team still is, uh, you know, I think a 7-8 win team at the end of the day. Uh, they take on Purdue uh, next week, followed by Nebraska. I think they're going to pick up two wins there. And then uh, follow that up with, uh, you know, Maryland, Wisconsin, Minnesota, Indiana. They're going to get wins. They're going to be Indiana. They're going to be Minnesota. I think they're going to be Nebraska and Purdue. So there's four wins. they at six, uh, and then Northwestern seven. Can they get a? Uh, can they you know get an upset against the Wisconsin uh, and Iowa? Right, like can you, you pull one of those? Maybe I don't know. But really, as I'm looking at it, that was very predictable. Twenty three seventeen. You know nailed it nailed it we said take FAU we thought it was going to be close nebraska taking it on louisiana tech we said that louisiana tech can score points they were able to squeak out at the very end it was uh i believe it was 28 to 7 uh we needed them just to score a touchdown so i was cheering for them so they could, they would get the cover uh on the points uh nebraska again very generic very basic game plan uh they're scoring points though now which is important uh if you're the huskers still not I mean, amazing against subpar performers. Uh, they're up against Michigan next week. Don't think they're going to win, uh, but I think it'll be a good test. Uh, it's been a couple weeks. You're maybe able to install the offense, see a little bit more of the strengths and weaknesses, play to you, play more to your strengths, hide your weaknesses. Uh, I don't think you're going to beat Michigan, but uh, congratulations on the win. They're able to even at 2-2. Two and two. The game, uh, Akron taking on Indiana goes into four overtimes. Oh my goodness. I was like, I was on Indiana after last week. I was like, hey, I want to flip it. Uh, They played great against Louisville. I thought Louisville was going to beat them. I think the line was 14. I was like, hey, they're going to beat them by 21. Uh, And then Akron comes out of nowhere and gives Indiana everything they want and more in overtime. Kind of embarrassing uh, if you're the Hoosiers, but guess what? Sometimes you just got to get in that win column. Like I said, That's the most important thing. You're up against Maryland next week. Cougars will be breaking that down. In the midweek podcast. But uh, it's it's good to get wins. Wins is good. Uh, four overtime wins against a MAC opponent, not so good. But uh, we're going to focus on the positive here. You got the win, that's all that matters. we already went over the Ohio State-Notre Dame game. Uh, the next game up, we had the Iowa-Penn State game. And I think that Penn State... I mean, I wanted to go over some of these uh, statistics with you because I was absolutely befuddled uh, by these. Now, I watched the game, but it did not feel like this. This is what's crazy. Penn State had almost 45 and a half, 45 minutes, 27 seconds, 45 and a half uh, minutes of possession. A football game's only 60. That means that that Iowa basically had like 14 minutes, uh, 14.33 in possession, 14 and a half minutes they had, their offense had with the ball. Absolutely insane. Iowa, you are not going to win with that. Everyone's banging on uh, Ferentz's kid. And hey, look, he's offensive coordinator. He deserves a heck of a lot of the blame. I am not disputing that. Um, I do not think that is is anything that is up for debate here. But oh my goodness, 45 minutes of, of just straight possession. That is crazy. First downs. Penn State had 28. Iowa only had four. Only four. Third down efficiency. Uh... 9 of 20 for, for Penn State, which I which I thought was weird, but they did go for it a lot on 4th down. 4 for 4, so that's kind of where I was like, oh, I didn't realize that. Total yards, 397 for Penn State, only 76 for Iowa. 182 yards passing, 56 for Iowa. Uh, yards rushing, 215 for Penn State, only 20 for Iowa. That's what happens when you get down big. You start throwing the ball. That's not Iowa's strength. Iowa's strength is running the ball, getting it to the tight ends, play action. Oh my goodness. And then uh, uh penalties uh Penn State was actually penalized more which is crazy to me um but the turnovers obviously uh, six fumbles four lost i mean you can't you can't get anything worse than this for Iowa so if i'm an Iowa Hawkeye what do you do uh obviously you start screaming at the clouds that they need to fire people no i'm kidding uh really what you need to do is just get back to basics uh, throw out this tape I, I wouldn't even watch it you have 14 minutes of your your team on offense if you're the offensive coordinator you're the quarterback Ken McNamara, you throw that out you do not care you're not going to watch this college just an anomaly uh, and get ready get right against Michigan state because honestly that was that was insane they played so bad and I, I don't I can't I don't think it's understated how bad that they played. Uh, but really, uh, they're up against Michigan State. I think they can get right this weekend. Uh, but really, throw it out. Don't even look at it. Look at Utah State, Iowa State, Mich- Western Michigan. Look at those teams. Throw it out. Now, if they lose to, to Michigan State or they get shut out against Michigan State well, maybe we're seeing a trend. But uh, Iowa fans, they wrote to me last night, oh my goodness, I was i, I was laughing at some of the the responses. They're like, oh, you were right on on the offensive coordinator, uh, blah, blah, blah. And, and I was like, yeah, I mean, we've been hard on him. But oh my goodness, embarrassing, especially for our top 25 team. Penn State looked good, though. I mean, let's be honest, Penn State has, hasn't really impressed to the level uh, that I thought they were capable of. This was the first game that I was like, hey, Nittany Lions, if I'm a fan, I can get behind that. Uh, they take on Northwestern next week, win, uh, I believe, then they have a bye, and then they take on UMass, win. So they're going to pick up a couple of easy wins here, uh, and they're going to be, what, 6-0 and going into that Ohio State game, uh, which is on the road. And I, I predicted that Penn State was going to win, that they were going to be second in that side of the conference. So uh, only going up from here. Ninny Lion fans, you should be absolutely ecstatic. That was an amazing game. Hawkeye fans, throw it out finally uh the last game of the night which was a really intriguing game uh goes to overtime minnesota northwestern uh northwestern was able to pull it out now there for a while i didn't think they were going to cover i was like you know third quarter wasn't looking too good so 21 points in the fourth quarter minnesota's defense just completely falls apart i don't know what was going on i thought some of the, the calls were weird uh i thought some of the uh I don't know. I just thought the coaching was odd for Minnesota in that game. And maybe you get in your head sometimes. You 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 outthink the room, right? There were times uh even in the Ohio State game, I'm like, we're out thinking the room. Uh the Clemson Florida State game, watch that game in the one of the early games that was was on uh TV. It was like they're throwing a, a bubble screen on third and one. It's like you just pound the pound the ball. And uh and I felt like Minnesota kinda got in their own way uh in this game. Northwestern got the momentum behind them, and congratulations to the to the Wild cats to pull that win out, uh, not an easy win. Now you're up against Penn State. I don't think you're going to win that game, uh, but getting a couple of wins here. Uh, rocky season, right? We've talked about it, but uh, I, I think you're going to lose to Penn State. You've got Howard after that, so you'd be three and three halfway through the season. And I don't think a lot of people at the beginning of the season were going to predict that. Uh, and then you're like, hey, you know, we've got Nebraska, Maryland, Iowa, Wisconsin, Purdue, Illinois. Can we get three wins out of that? Uh, we can maybe get Nebraska. We can make maybe get Illinois, maybe get Purdue. There's three, Uh, then that's a bowl game. And I think that's a complete and total win uh, for the Wildcats. This was uh, a very surprising victory against Minnesota. I was not expecting this. I thought the Golden Gophers were going to win. I had it rated obviously higher than, uh, higher, but not against the line. I was like right at 11 points. I think, I think I said it was twenty one ten. Uh, but I thought that Northwestern was going to cover that number. Uh, but really I was impressed with Northwestern. The story was that Minnesota, like I said, kind of got just stuck in, in neutral and they just didn't look good. Uh, the second half, uh, I mean, really the the fourth quarter at overtime, you just needed to stop. And we're talking about a team that didn't have any timeouts. They were able to move the ball like what? 80 something yards on them. Uh, against it, I mean, not a really good Northwestern offense. This wasn't like Northwestern a few years ago that we're going to the Rose Bowl. So, um, I mean, you're looking at Minnesota, you know, tough, tough beat. Uh, you're up against Louisiana. Louisiana is no slouch of a team, let me tell you. Uh, this team can score points. So uh, the early line has um, favored by uh, 10, opened at 9.5, and, and it's favored by 10. Uh, we're going to watch that line very closely because the Raging Cajun's offense can straight up put a point. And I think that was, uh, the, the problem was that the defense just couldn't stop anyone, uh, for the golden gopher. So, uh, we'll see, we'll see what, what happens. Like I said, we're going to be watching these trends throughout the week, uh, the lines and stuff like that. A lot of great games that coming up this next week as well. Uh, obviously a lot more, uh, you know, big 10 v big 10. We've got, uh, you know, Purdue, Illinois, which I think is going to be phenomenal, uh, we have Michigan-Nebraska, which I think is going to be great. Iowa-Michigan State, two teams that are looking to get right. So uh, really excited, really excited to watch these uh, upcoming games. Follow the trends this week. Like I said, Monday show, uh, you know, this show, we just kind of like to recap to, to see where we were right, where we were wrong. We'll give our predictions uh, in the next uh, next episode. But thank you guys so much, as always, uh, for the support, uh, for, you know, as we're continually growing this podcast. Monday, I don't want to keep it too... Too long I want this podcast you plug it in as you're on your way to work sitting in traffic you want to hear some big Ten action we've got it covered here uh, at the big Ten football all focus podcast presented by Wooz media thank you guys so much hope you guys have a wonderful week and be sure to tune in to our midweek show uh, as far as our predictions and uh, betting lines as well we've been doing pretty well uh, I think we're five three and one and and eight and one uh, as far as the the spread goes so nailed it or as the money line if just outright picks and stuff like that so we're nailing it, having a great season. We're going to continue to go up from here. Uh, only going to get more exciting as we go into this Big Ten football season. Thank you guys so much. Have a wonderful week, and we'll catch you guys midweek show.